Yo, what's good, Keisha? What's good, Cal? Hey, Jay. What's good, fam? Man, I thought I was going to be late. The city jumping tonight. Really is, but nah, we on time. Cool. Oh, hey guys, I got y'all something. Pop this in. Now let's kick it old school. What's going on, beautiful city of Atlanta? I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl, Keisha. It's your boy, Kel. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at 8, where we take you back with the tracks. That's all of that. But as well as men, that generational gap playing y'all new music of today. We got a special guest up in the building. Go by the name of Julius. What's going on, King? What's up with you? Hey, man. man. Welcome back. back. Did you say what's up with Ju? Did you say Ju? Nah, I said you. I'm oh, country. Okay. I'm <laughs> Florida boy, man. Oh, okay, okay. Florida water. Florida boy. All right, all right. Because I was going to say, what's that your slogan? Like, nah. What's up with Ju? With Julius. Def. Okay, just kidding. Most deaf, most deaf. I'm def. always trying to make something out of nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Most definitely. So, he should have said it. What you got for yes, me today? Yes, yes, yes. You guys, somebody needs our help. Okay. As always. As always, <laughs> we are here to help. Okay, let's put on our capes because we have to help some people today. Okay. So, someone is stuck in between three job offers. Okay. Okay. Now, these. It's always fun to talk about relationships. You know, sometimes we want yeah. to just branch out and talk about the things. Yeah. But someone is having a real dilemma. They're stuck in between three job opportunities. Okay. And that one lets you know this person is, you know, very desirable in the mm-hmm. work field. You know what I'm saying? Right. Three people, three companies want you. So here's the situation. This person is currently working at a company. And the company does not offer a healthy work-life balance. Mm. This work-life balance has been completely just like, I have no social life. You know, whatever social life that I call myself having, it's so minimal that I feel drained and stressed out, even to the point where I'm like, I don't even feel like dealing with Mm -hmm. people when it's time to deal with people. Mm -hmm. And then, so that's the first place, right? Mm -hmm. So the second place is a new offer. I mean, sorry, that first job that has no work-life balance Mm -hmm. is now realizing that this person has had an opportunity that has presented itself and they're now trying to sweeten the deal by offering this person a higher role so a promotion and more money but it will be the same thing no work-life balance but it will come with a beautiful uh price point for what they're offering right the second job is offering work-life balance currently it will technically be a lateral move Mm -hmm. so where they are now they'll technically be in the same position at a different company making a little bit more money and so they're offering them that with work-life balance you're off of work at this time you don't have to worry about it after that so work-life balance then there's this third position that kind of came out of nowhere but from one of their previous employment opportunities, Mm -hmm. they basically are saying, I'm not going to offer you more money, Mm -hmm. but there will be some days where you can come into work and you pretty much won't have to do anything because it will be that slow. Like you will legit be able to have days where you may not send an email at all. Mm. So 
these three opportunities are on the table. And now this person is having a hard time trying to decide how to create that next step and future for themselves. What do you guys think they should do? <laughs> That's a lot, man. I ain't going front. That's so, a lot. Do you want me to simplify it? Or yes, it's please. Easy, it's an easy decision. It really is. Okay, really? Okay. Okay, so then for you guys, I think it's an easy decision. What would you do? Okay, I want to All right, know. so it depends on the person, right? Like, all right, so if I had, like, a family, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, and it depends on the age of my family. So, my fa- like, let's say my kids are, like... Let's say you are you exactly who you are right now, with no family. I need the I need the work life balance. You need the work life yeah, balance, okay? Absolutely, because okay. um, you know, obviously I'm trying to have all kinds. I've got a lot of moves, trying to do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I need that. I need that away from work type, mm-hmm. so I can do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Outside of work. Okay. Otherwise, if I had a family, you know what I'm saying? My kids is they go to school and they about to go to college or something. If they was about to go to college, like okay, yeah. I, can, I can do the the higher I'm working income. All day. Yeah, yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? But otherwise, nah, you. Need Mentally, you balance. always need, always need work-life balance, no matter okay. what. Okay, okay, what you think? Jill, I mean, he basically just answered my question. I mean, okay, my, what's my, your suggestion that like, you would say to do? The, her whole focal point is to get a work-life balance, right? Yeah. So, any job that's not offering it is out the window. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, no amount of, no amount of money, mm-hmm. nothing could, nope. you know, replace that. What about even working at the place that has bad work-life balance, but more money for a shorter period of time? And you could save up, and then you could like you could, quit. and then dip on them and quit. Yeah, you you that that is. An I mean, option. you can't. That you, depends on what you're looking for long term. Yeah, you, yeah, that's that, that part. Okay. I feel like you can't buy bad time. No, you know no, what I'm saying? no. Okay. You can't buy bad time. So I mean, you know, at the end of the day, money really doesn't necessarily make you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, so work life balance. I agree with them. Okay, so we're canceling the first, first option. One, absolutely. Right. So now let's talk about the second two because that one of them is offering. They're both kind of offering work life balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. But one is saying that you technically will be able to make a little bit more money, and the other one saying you're going to make the same amount of money, but you'll have way more work life balance because you'll have days where you won't even have to work at all the other job is saying you'll be able to get off at a certain time do you get the difference like one you're getting off at six and the other one you might have a day where you're just not working at all but we're still going to pay you it depends on what like what they got going on like if they're you know what i'm saying not actively doing nothing major and they're just working for real that's cool but if, they, mm-hmm. if they're trying to do like a like a career shift like they're trying to do something else and make that their major career later on do the one that gives you more time you know what i'm saying yeah. so Okay. Word up. What do you think? I just think she needs to take into account every company will sweeten, sweet talk you. That's true. That's Ooh. true too. That's the one. Ooh. Okay. So, oh my God. They'll, they'll, say, that. Oh yeah, they'll yeah. say, oh yeah, you're not going to come in and do anything. Yeah. And, and, and you, sign a contract <laughs> and, and you have to go to work. You in there like you in prison. You, know <laughs> exactly. you can't do nothing about it. It so. has happened. It has yeah, happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know people who've done that and they wish they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Like, that is yeah. true. Yeah. So that's all about, does she believe what this company is telling her? Um, you know, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, all that comes into play, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That is a good point in terms of, like, a lot of places may sweet-talk you because they know that you may be having other offers that are coming across your desk, so they want to be able to kind of, like, sweet-talk That's you right. and mm-hmm. kind of butter you up. That's a good so point. So pretty much all that to say, just do your research and just know <laughs> people pretty much and how they right. work. Now, I personally... When I was thinking about this, 
I definitely felt like the first one, I was like, that's kind of off the table. But I did start to think, like, what if you can get, like, that much more money mm -hmm. and you just stick it out? You've already been doing no work-life balance. <laughs> so I'm like, right. why, facts, why facts, not facts, just facts. take another, like, three or four months yeah. of work-life, yeah. yeah. of terrible work-life balance, save up that money, and then you can be yeah. off coasting yeah. for, like, a good, like, yeah couple months or whatever that's what i was kind of like considering mm -hmm. but i do think that you guys are right like in terms of like having that work-life balance because i think one thing about covid that what a lot of us realized is like when we had to like see that there were so many changes being made yeah. within like corporate america or yeah. even just in life we were like wait a minute my happiness my joy the things that i really want to do that means a lot to me so mm -hmm. i think that that's something like you trying to like put a lot of things into perspective when you were kind of constantly like dealing with like death in yeah. a way like right. it was always like the minute you left your house like you know you could potentially be yeah. you know flirting with death in the sense that it's this you know invisible silent killer that's out you yeah. know what i mean so i think that, that put a lot of things into perspective for people like what do i do and get this yo like imagine those those people who had to stay working and risking their lives like mm -hmm. every day yeah, right yeah. right I, <laughs> same I'm pretty sure Kel Man. Keisha y'all had to always continue working because bills didn't stop you know bills what I'm saying stop, yeah. which was very very crazy so, yeah. but I did have a couple of friends who were laid off and they got unemployment and I'm not even gonna lie I was a little jealous bro yeah. what are you I telling so I was good, good. <laughs> I was like oh must be nice and I remember my friend was stressed about not having a job I was like Oh my God! You live with your parents. You don't have large bills, girl. Dog, if you don't rack, sit down, if, uh, I was like, uh, I was sick. They was getting that much money, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh, he mm -hmm. got me joking. You know what I'm saying? I did everything I could to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Show up work. late, take long lunches. Oh man, I was late every day. So they said, "Oh, it's COVID. Don't worry about it." Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh God, God, yeah, he man. can't do nothing wrong. Huh? Right? Like, we need you. We, we need, need you, you, right? <laughs> you essential worker, right? <laughs> man, I'm trying to tell you, and it's crazy because certain people had jobs that I know of. Certain people had jobs and still collect their unemployment. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. how do y'all exactly, bro? I'm like. Y'all finessing. The same ones got hey. those PPP loans. Man, oh, yeah, what? Yeah, Uncle sure. Sam will find you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not playing. Oh, my goodness. Hey, man, shout out to everybody that's tuning in right now, you big. <laughs> hey, if y'all heard Keisha, what she said, listen, get whatever is best for y'all and whatever opportunity lies in front of you straight up. You well, know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Must feel good no, to know like, okay, a lot of people want me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> most deaf, most deaf. So, yo, we're going to get into this break right quick. I'm going to play an old school classic for y'all. Something that we came up on. You know what I'm saying? Diddy Boo, um, I was watching a clip the other day with you and making a band, right? Uh -huh. And I seen you singing in front of Michael Bivens. Right. You know, I'm saying I mean crying and pouring your soul out right. soul out in, um, in front of Joe too as well uh -huh. so this joint I ain't gonna lie man this joint played um, a few days ago and I'm like yo these brothers are so talented and this reminds me of the type of lane that you're in right, right. now 
um, um, just pursuing your dreams and being the R&B artist and legend king that you are. I'm calling it out now because I see you doing a lot of amazing things Appreciate for the culture. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So yo, I got this next joint coming up. I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl Keisha. And it's the boy Kel. And you're now tuning in, kicking the old school every Thursday at eight, where we take you back with the trash. That's all of that, but as well as giving y'all new music of the day, mending that generational gap. We have a special guest. Julius up in the building, kicking the old school with us once Work. again. He's definitely ain't no, not no stranger, and you know, King, the door's always oh, open. Yeah. I love your energy. <laughs> I love the presence. I love your voice, and I played a few joints that made me get a little lucky with my fiance. Okay, times. you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm here That's what I'm here We'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> How you doing? What you think about me and you? Nah, mm, but wait, let's make a date. Plans for dinner. I'm down to take it slow, cause you know that she's a winner. Uh, got me fiending for the cream, don't you know? I'm moving in slow, but keep it low. Yeah, low, yeah, yeah, low. yeah, baby boo, yo, what's up with Man, you? Don't stop. Word around campus that you like it with you. I wanna freak it, but first I'm gonna take a peek at it. Grab it, stab it, cause you know I got to have it, so hit me. 
Nani Goins, and you are now kicking it old school on the real 1100 AM. Take all the time you need. That's what I said. It was Yeah, what up, what up? This singer-songwriter Jay Mazur, and right now we kicking it old school right here on The Real, 1100 AM. Let's get it. Ain't nobody gonna do you like I do in this, you know? This, you know? Wake you in the morning with them kisses down low, straight over. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome black. It's your boy DJ 9D. It's your girl Keisha. It's your boy Kel. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School every Thursday at 8 where we take you back with the trash That's All of that and all of that, you feel me? So yo, what y'all just heard was that hit me off. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for your spot, my boy. <laughs> I'm coming for your spot. We got Julius okay. up in the building, you know Julius, what I'm saying? I don't think you have anything to worry about. Uh, <laughs> come on, I just need my lemon juice, you know. Is it honey? <laughs> Is it lemon juice? I think it's honey. Oh, no. I, what, what I you don't use? know. What, what you use, to, you know what I'm saying, purify the voice? You really want to know? Gee. Yeah. Nah. Oh, come on, <laughs> man. Cayenne, pe- cayenne pepper, a little bit of honey, some warm water. See? Cayenne pepper, honey, and warm water? <clears throat> Just a tad bit of cayenne pepper. To say. Hmm? Okay, never mind. I want to know what you was going to say, but never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've stimulated my vocals for my vocals for years, so <laughs> it's probably where I get my little rasp from. But hey, <laughs> it is what it is. It, it puts me in my place. So. Most okay. definitely, yeah. most definitely. So, <laughs> yo, to all the listeners and supporters out there that's been following us for years now. Um, of course, we got Julius back up in the building. He's no stranger. He came the first time and, you know, gave us so many classics. I mean, yo, I love each and every joint that you drop. And, of course, we got Baby Mama, Destiny, and the new joint that just came out, Blame It on Love. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Don't blame it I on Love. I felt like I was... Uh, I don't know. A lot of people categorize me for as artist-wise... 
I've some people have mentioned me is Anthony Hamilton. Mm. Um, so I've heard a little. So I've heard yeah. I've mm. heard a little Urban Mystic. Uh, I'm like okay. <laughs> Come on, you gotta wear that coat. My but brother. I went. In, I went and looked at him. I I do kind of. I mean, I could see myself in Urban Mystic. Like, yeah. sun is going down. You know what I'm saying? That, word, word. Let's uh, Kevin Richardson, but um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kel, Keisha, I wish y'all, oh, I wish I knew you um, like a year ago. I swear I wish I knew you like a year ago. I would have took you to Hook Up Atlanta last year. Okay. This brother right here, and that's when I bumped into you yeah. once again <laughs> over there because I interviewed him before, but then I didn't even know he was going to the Hook Up Atlanta event, right? Right. So I went there and, you know, just chilling. Mr. Hanky, all independent artists was there. It was dope. You know, black-owned businesses everywhere, mm-hmm. everything like that, right? So this brother come up on the stage. Because I ain't, at first he was talking to me. He was like, hey, hold on, bro. Hold on. I got I to gotta go perform. And I'm like, perform? Okay, all right. So <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, that's right. You didn't know. Yeah. So because me me, you was politicking right. to the side. So uh-huh. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And man, yo, when he came, because this is my first time um, seeing him perform, Mm -hmm. he came out there. Yo, when I tell you, if your, I ain't trying to get you in trouble, if your old lady (laughs) wasn't there, man, I know the women's was going wild, you know what I'm saying? The women's. (laughs) The women's. I'm I'm country too. I'm country too, the women's. I say men's, so it's okay. The women's. Okay. Uh But nah, man, it was was just such a real vibe, and you know you understood the true essence of music when he performed, man. He put everything. The brother was sweating. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know he was feeling this. So, yo, tell me about what else been going on since after that night, man. Have you seen so many other doors open up because I'm pretty sure people was in the building around that time. Of course, man. Um, I even hooked up with Mr. Hanky after that night. Word. Um, we we have a, a song that we're working on together. So I don't want to speak about that. You See, know, man. Come that's, on, don't do that. Well, that's that's a larger scale of things. So I'm gonna wait for it, you know, yeah, that sure. opportunity to come for to sure. fruition. So whatever it but um after that night man, I've been doing a lot of things. I've been doing shows. I um show I just did recently took me for a loop. What happened? Okay, so I get to Texas. I know I'm going to perform, but I don't know where it is. So when I get to Texas, I walk in the club venue. Bro, I see like 15 strippers. Oh, so I'm like, oh, what the party? Hey. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What city in Texas is this? Ah, uh, where was I? Dallas. Ooh. I love Dallas. I was at Dallas. I love Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is made of I forgot. Dallas, yeah, Pen- Dallas. It's a new club they just built up called The Pentagon. Mm. And so uh, it's nice. It's the vibe is beautiful. <laughs> the women were, you know, the women were nice. The crowd was vibing. Most but I, the whole time, my mind, I'm like, man, I sang R and B, bro. I ain't got no like uh, sex joints that I want right. to perform tonight. Word, like, word, word. I'm a soulful singer. I'm not the Chris Brown, you know. But I got right. sex joints. But I ain't come prepared for that tonight. Like, I came to see <laughs> something else. I'm at a strip club. So I'm like. Is my song gonna fit the vibe? Cause you know you have to, you know, you have to recognize yeah, your market. Sure. Most definitely. You know I mean? So Most I'm down. like, oh man, this is strip club. I like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm just gonna say my little prayer, get on up there and sing. Right? Most definitely. Man, I get up there and I sing the song, man. I, <laughs> oh my god, bro! The night just turned out so amazing. I'm just gonna put it. Like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, it was totally um, different, uh, whatever. It was just totally not what I was expecting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They enjoy me. They love the music. The DJ brought me back on stage. It Word. was like, you know, they just vibe with me all night, man. So I enjoyed it. So 
I'm just doing my thing. And actually, that song that you saw me um, perform that night yeah. is actually the single that I'm dropping now. Word. Right. 24. So, Man, okay, yeah. okay. I didn't give you that okay. one. You heard me singing that night, yeah. but I didn't bring it to the show the first time I came to you. So. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, because I, I know it sounded familiar. I'm like, yo, am I having deja vu or something? Because I heard it. I'm like. Yeah, that's the one I performed. That's yeah, okay. Right okay, mm-hmm. cool. Before we move on, wait, the only question I have mm-hmm. really about that night is what were the chicken wings like? Because everybody knows <laughs> that everybody yes. strip club got to have the best wings. Were the chicken wings hidden? I'm going to be honest with you. You didn't have any? I went in the club, realized where I was. I immediately text my wife. I say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> if you get any video footage from tonight, <laughs> I did not. No. <laughs> she was like, stop worrying about me and go perform. Most so, oh, that's a good woman. So I did, uh, yeah, to them videos surface of something. Oh, no. I ain't got no, <laughs> it ain't, I ain't do nothing. I'm just saying, if videos would have surfaced, they would have seen what type of great woman that was. But nah, that's, yeah, that's, that's how it was. So. No, for you know. sure, for sure. Yeah. No, that's, Really good that you, you know, you thought enough to say, let me text my hey, lady. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of that. I know most people like, hey, you are R&B singer. You shouldn't be flirting your marriage. But I'm not, yeah. I, I love my marriage. Um, yes. I love where I am. I'm trying to put more relationships in a beautiful place. So yeah. that's what I'm here for. Absolutely. We can touch on that later. Speaking yeah. on that, though, oh, speaking no on marriage, on I meant to ask you, my brother, because mm-hmm. I'm engaged. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So what is the best advice you can give like a person that's engaged right now? People might find this cliche, but don't give in so easy. What do you mean? Mm. Um, it's easy to let external things destroy what you're trying to build. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say this too. Even when you give it ammunition, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, can you? Uh, uh-uh. I need. Okay. 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 I get what he's saying. Though. I get I'm gonna say saying, this. I wanted, I wanted... There will be mistakes made. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the ammunition. I made a mistake, so I gave you ammunition to either beat me down with it, leave or go, or you can use it to build us up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that person's choice. It's also your choice of what to do with the ammunition that you've given that person. And understand that you've given that person ammunition. Mm-hmm. Right. And don't try to tell them, hey, unload the gun, unload the gun. No, mm-hmm. you let them shoot as long as they want to. Mm-hmm. You gave them the bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... My thing is, Ooh, okay. oh yeah, that's a good I got one. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't give up so quickly, man. Like me and my wife, we've been together twenty years. Been married eleven. We're high school sweethearts. Three kids together. And the biggest thing that I found in our relationship and sticking together is another cliche thing is prayer. prayer. I mean, yeah. even though I came up with a foundation of a spiritual background, prayer, man. I, it, when you get to those rocky spots and one person feels like going this way and the other one feels like going that way, you got to find that common ground and say, hey, I love you. Do you love me? Yes. Let's work. That's yeah. word. It's simple as that. People try to make it harder than what it is, but it's simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to stay together? Do we want to build on from where we've probably broken something or whatever? Do we want to build on it? Do you feel like... Uh Certain things have changed from since from like back in the day to now as far as marriages. Do you think it's much more easier to, you know, give up and break up? No. Why? Um, modern society has changed the way a lot of people think about marriage. A lot of people think about relationships. 
right now the mentality is okay. Let's say back in the day you had the husband. He go. He pay all. He pays all the bills, and the woman take care of the home. Mm. As of now, you kind of get with in modern society for us with women. You got um. The women say, hey, if you're going to pay all the bills or whatever, I'm going to sit home and do my thing, and I'm still going to go out and have fun and party with the women, but not be as submissive to you. Where now you got the man with the money. If I pay all the bills, I want submission. Back in the day, it wasn't really like that. Right. My dad paid all the bills, but there was never, I never saw a submission control type of thing between right. him and my mom. Mm-hmm. So today it's different now. If I pay all the bills, I want control, I want submissiveness. She is okay. Pay all my bills. I'm gone. You when get did, what I'm saying? But when did you think it changed, though? <laughs> because you get older, you get grown, man. Mm-hmm. You got to think. Me and my wife' relationship, how it was when we were 17 and 18, is not the same as how we are now. We're 35, mm-hmm. so it's like things change. Right. So I had to understand her growth in aging, and she had to understand mine. Mm-hmm. So there was a compromise on many things that we had to compromise on. Either we compromise, or it splits us up. Mm-hmm. But it's all based off of what you want, man. And people say, what's love got to do with it? A lot. Everything, really. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, real. A lot. You know, social media going to change all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, everybody wants to follow follow the leader. The you power of couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Couple goals. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, everybody want to be, they want to act like they got money. They going to mm-hmm. listen to these dudes with money saying, hey, I'm paying all the bills. You ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? Do that. You know what I'm saying? And then expect the girl to just follow, you know what I'm saying, follow that's the leader. Right. But it don't go like that. That's not real love. You know what I'm saying? Nah. At the end of the day, that's that's using money, using something material as a way to make something exactly. happen. Exactly. You can't do that. You know love has no external strings at all. What I mean by that is, if we lose everything today, would you still stay with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the one. And you know, questions. I say about to do the twenty-one questions. If you love oh, me, yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main <laughs> one, though. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main one, though. To me, that's what Julius wants to know. Right, right. (laughs) It doesn't go. It it can't go around that. Mm -hmm. It's it's it's. That's the main one. You gotta ask. That's the question you really have to ask, though. Yeah. If I didn't have anything, would you still be here? And that's crazy because you know, again, I knew my fiance since I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, my freshman year, me and her wasn't high school sweethearts. We was just good friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And down the line, same thing. Y'all just played around. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You know, I was out there doing my thing. She know that I was doing my thing too, and I would tell her, "Yeah, man, this girl done messed around. Did best friends, you know? But over time." You know, I realized as I grew that this was the right one for me, mm-hmm. and 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 you should always be with your best friend yeah. in order to make things work. Because once you come together as one, then you wouldn't have to explain, you know, this, that, and the third because you already know. So all that to say, when I be asking her, yo, like, if I was living in my car, if I was living in a cardboard box, would you still be down with me? It's been time. I'm gonna be real. It's been times when I ain't have nothing. You know, and mm-hmm. she stood by my side and mm-hmm. didn't look at me less as a man. So that's when I realized that's the person that needs to be with me for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing, too, in modern society with relationships. Yeah. Um, when I say don't give up or don't give in, people are looking for a certain expectation in relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, okay, I expect you to be this person. I expect you to do these things. Word. If you don't, I'm gone. It's not love. 
no. at all, man. And I think if whoever does that, you just keep on rolling. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna keep on rolling. See, I, I think you should just create like little monograms for people to send <laughs> to other people. But like, just like keep on rolling, <laughs> like how you just did. You know, send that. And be like, I got a song to play for you, baby. <laughs> you I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, Keisha, you sounding like Whitney Houston over there. Oh, you heard oh, that? Yeah. You heard it? Oh, the bodyguard Whitney Houston too. <laughs> Most dev, man. Before we get into this music though, man, I want you to give us a little background on it. Um, I want to play Baby Mama. Of course, you know I'm gonna leave the new joint mm-hmm. for the last. I'm gonna, okay. you know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure if you haven't heard it, go on and, str- and go on all streaming platforms and mm-hmm. stream it. Get this brother Julius um, latest single out, Blame It on Love. But Baby Mama. And Destiny, first explain baby mama. What? So tell me about that joint, man. Come on now. I was mad as hell today. I was baby <laughs> I'm just going to put it like that. I was mad as hell. And I felt like I needed to stand up for all men. Mm. So that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a song of some things that we go through as men dealing with children. And I'm, uh, you know, the, our mother, baby mamas or whatever. What's that? Dealing with our kids. So that's where this inspiration come from. I'm not going to, you know, go too in detail with personal reasons or whatever. What's but that? Just know I was mad. And um, that's where this song come from. <laughs> and that's the beauty from, from of marriage. Of anger. Anger. Yes. You may even hear anger in the song. So. <laughs> but that's the key, though. It is. That, <laughs> that is the key to put mm-hmm. that pain and that hurt and that feel good mm-hmm. within that music so you can relate to the consumers, right? Mm-hmm. So, Destiny, what's <laughs> up with that? I, let's just say this. After she heard Baby Daddy... She became my destiny again. So <laughs> that came from a place of beauty, from okay. a place of love, and you know, just adornment of my wife. Like, yeah, baby, you're everything. God gave you to me. I'm gonna rock that. Yes. And of course, then you see it switched up again, and we blame it on love. So most deaf, most deaf. And see, that's what people don't realize, man. At least I don't want to realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with with marriage and love, I feel like. You know, nothing is perfect. No relationship is perfect. It's be. it's all about who you rather deal with at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And you got to think about it like this. What's up? Jumping in relationship, relationship, expecting. You know, true enough. I mean, you know when you need to leave something. Most of mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But jumping in relationship, relationship, looking for what you want. It's just going to be a relationship nomad. Happy from place to place, man. True. That's yeah. Fair. And that's another thing, too, about relationships today. A lot of relationships are microwave relationships. Oh mm. So you, what you would experience in five years. Air fryer. What you would experience in five years, you experience in, like, five months. You know, so it's to the point where so many people are, like, traumatized you know they're like hurting they're like oh my god like i thought i was the one and they're looking for this connection and you know they get it but like you all the pain and the hurts and the joys and all this stuff you that you would experience in five years it comes down to five months and so now it's everything's accelerated yeah nobody's healing nobody's slowing down nobody's Nobody's healing exactly you know i can't give you in five years, I can't give you the big vacation because I gave it to you the first year. Yeah, exactly. So now, yeah. <laughs> oh man, like people, people, Spin. people need to. <laughs> like with me and my wife, that's why I'm, I'm happy I was born in the '80s, man. I'm just being real because me and my wife came up on a different thing yeah. with this relationship, right? Word, word. So like, 
I just up I just upgraded my wife uh, wedding wedding band on our tenth our ten year anniversary. Oh, right? congrats, mm-hmm. man! You feel yeah, me? Yeah, thank, you, thank you. Yeah. Deaf. So my thing is, if I'd have brought that big boy the first time, <laughs> I don't think I'd have been able to pull the second one off. Like <laughs> I'd have had to. You know, go ask The Rock uh, P. Diddy for some more money. <laughs> like, hey, bro, can you send me a couple, you know, 100000 yeah. I'm trying to bless my wife, but nah. What's that? Yeah, so it's like people are not given that opportunity to grow. They want the ah, right then. Yeah, you mean yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so, I, sure. like, I don't know, man. Learn to grow with each other. Slow down, man. Thanks. Yeah. Really, like, slow down. Just... Enjoy each other. Every I moment. love that. Learn to grow with each other. Yes. I think that's a really good one. Yes. I can leave it on that. We can play a song. And yes. Okay. Most <laughs> definitely. So, yo, we got these two joints that we're going to play for y'all. Called Baby Mama and Destiny's Destiny by Julius, a.k.a. You already know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Appreciate> <laughs> hey, I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your girl, Keisha. And it's your boy, Kel. And you're now tuning in to Kicking the Old School, and we'll be right what? Blast. <laughs>
What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mimi. I'm Anai. Yo, it's Kina. And we're the Mako Girls, and you are now kicking it old school on the real 1100 AM. I'm going Yes, and we are back, y'all. I go by the name of DJ 9D. It's your Keisha. And Kale. And Kale. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you know what it is. Hey, shout out to the, you know what I'm saying, the assist. You see that? The alley Yeah, most of them. Most of them. Most of them. You gotta throw it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, as y'all all know, we are now kicking it old school every Thursday at 8, where we take you back with the trust. That's all of that. But it's playing new music of today, men in that generational gap. Our special guests up in the building, returning guests, go by the name of Julius. Julia. Julia. <laughs> what y'all just heard was these two two dope tracks called Destiny and Baby Mama. Make sure y'all go out and stream and support this brother. Yes, He's doing yes, big yes, things, yes. keeping R&B and that real soulful music alive. You hear me? Yeah, speaking of big things, how was your performance? Uh, it was amazing. Come on, y'all got to think. Anything that's done at the Josephine Lounge is <laughs> going to be amazing. Yeah. I just want to say shots out to Smitty, man. He's he's a beautiful soul, man. Anything that he could do to help out, you know, upcoming artists that I must say that he loves. I mean, because you're not going to get on the Smitty show if he doesn't think that you're an awesome artist. So that's a compliment and an accolade all in itself. I would just like to say thanks to Smitty for allowing me to be a part of that. Most yeah. definitely. Most definitely. <clears throat> I, got a, I got a question just in general because I know... You know, I feel like R&B, R&B singers, y'all have it hard. You know what I'm saying? Just just in terms of everything. Because, you know, obviously, when y'all perform, it's not really just y'all talking. Mm-hmm. Y'all really playing an instrument. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. So, when you're doing that on a regular, like, so many times over and over and over, like, what do you... Now, I know everybody uses their little remedies and all that to heal their voice and stuff like that. And do you have anything custom that you do that's different from anybody else? Like, in terms of any rituals or anything that might, you know, help your performances or your voice or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I got a little routine I go through before every show. I mean, that's I'm quite sure that's every artist to get in their vibe, mm-hmm. get in their mood and their mindset. So before the show, you know, I, like I say, I do my um, my honey, my cayenne pepper, my little meditation moments. I have to make sure I at least stay in the mirror for at least an hour. Stand mm-hmm. in the mirror mm-hmm. and just look at yourself? Well, sing. Oh, just okay, okay. Is that my, like a thing to where, like, just to see yourself, how you... Just to see yourself doing your vocalizations. Exactly. And stuff. It's, all, it's sort of like a dancer. If you notice, they always yeah. dance mm-hmm. in the mirror. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so right. it's it's the same thing. It's me for his vocally, okay. and and then I have a performance. Like mm-hmm. my performance Tuesday, so Monday night, I probably be in the mirror for like one or two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just me going over me how I want to feel on that stage. And right. To I I never tell many people this, but I have a a phobia. I can sing in front of a lot of people. Right. But it's more nervous when I sing in front of a, a few people. Mm. I, I get that though. Yeah, it feels more personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that. I've learned over the years to overcome that right. because mm-hmm. that came with confidence too mm-hmm. in my voice. Yeah, me knowing, hey, bro, you can sing. Yeah, you some people gonna like you, some not. But right. you can yeah. sing. So that came with that too. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the things I noticed about me. You know, doing yeah. the show, I was like, whoa. I noticed when I have a bigger crowd than when I performed in Jacksonville. It was like twenty seven thousand people. Mm-hmm. It was easy. Yeah. Nobody was like, oh right, right, right. Versus ten people in the crowd. Now I got to ooh, I yeah. gotta keep mm-hmm. these ten eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Like and you know what I'm saying? And they own you. They're like, What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> 
can you sing? Right. And you can feel all oh their energy. Oh, my God. You can, feel it. you can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah, for sure. That's for what's sure. up, man. I mean, look, at the end of the day, you got to have faith within yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it goes to that old saying. I know it's cliche, but it's just like pretty much just saying, you know, don't worry about anybody else. Just worry, focus on what you got to right. do and take yep. care of what you need to take care of. Yeah. And everything will follow. You mm-hmm. know, at one point in time, I remember seeing this old clip. I know it's not in the same category of music-wise, but mm-hmm. I remember seeing the old, old, old performance of Travis Scott performing it at this little festival. Mm-hmm. Now he got over 15,000 people looking at him and everything like that. So whatever you're doing, man, you're doing it right because obviously you on this amazing platform kicking mm-hmm. the old school. That's right. Show. So we That's right, always baby. acknowledge <laughs> talent. Shout we acknowledge talent. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah. I don't it, think we do that enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should do that more. You should. You really should. And again, it all goes back to patting yourself on the back That's and realizing... Right. What you got, man? Uh, people got to think, man. A pat on the back is only a positive affirmation. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not me praising my or uh, being too, uh, what they call it, uh, boastful but or whatever, boastful, arrogant. Proud, yeah. Nah, man. Talking. A pat on the back is only a positive affirmation. Most yeah, proud. I know when I leave, I'm like, oh, I did that. I right, did right, that. right, right, right. <laughs> and you need that because yes. just uh, if nobody else give it to you, who will? Hello. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. All right. <laughs> How do y'all leave? Exactly. The same way. The same okay. way. The same way. Right. See, we right. need to do the that. The way I look okay. at it, yeah. you know, either it's interviewing, either it's singing, performing, mm-hmm. being an entertainer. You all, we are all leaving something behind mm-hmm. in order for people to listen to for the rest of generations to right. come. Because yeah. nothing. We in the social media era days now, yeah. right? So nothing is deleted if you really think That's, about nope. it. So whatever you leave behind, this interview, we gonna be eighty something years old. Look back on this and be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. we done did that." You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. So all yeah, go ahead. It's always an educational experience too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every single person that comes in, like like yourself, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You you letting us know, you know what I'm saying about that phobia. Us realizing, you know, I didn't realize y'all would have a phobia like that. You know what I'm saying? Performing in small areas. And that would kind of affect you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Most there. I think I read some. You know, they have the NPR. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Where they, uh, the little table. No, not red table. That's something else. But NPR has a thing where they have these small, tiny concerts or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Tiny desk? Oh, that, that, yeah. I know yeah. What you're talking tiny about. Yeah. I think uh-huh. I heard about Sting somebody. Usher recently. Yeah, Usher, yeah. Yeah, the Usher mm-hmm. did the, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think Carol, I heard some. I don't, so I don't remember what artist it was, but they were saying the same thing you were saying. They had a, It was different because it was a small area. It wasn't like a large crowd or right. stadium. Mm-hmm. It was everybody in that building. Mm-hmm. Right. And they didn't realize, you know what I'm saying, that's not their te- you know, audience because NPR is more, you know, the other side. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So they weren't used to that. So that kind of affected them a little bit. But, you know, they still did their performance great, but mm-hmm. it was like, okay, this is something completely different and mm-hmm. I haven't done this in like years since I first mm-hmm. started so yeah. it was dope to learn that yeah. it's always an educational experience doing this because I think you have to be more detailed as an artist with a smaller crowd yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. you can't hide anything no no, no. You just like, okay yeah right, <laughs> right. That's you can't just right? run to this side of the stage <laughs> yeah. no you got these people right here in front of you you got yeah. to deal with yeah. so you know what I'm saying but to me, every artist should go through that before they become big. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Because it teaches you how to control the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I've sure. learned through that how to navigate my crowd, mm-hmm. how to make them feel me. Yeah, we're and all man. performing for that big. We're all training for that big, that big thing. Moment. It's Absolutely. like, wait a minute, yeah. I need to train for the small moments. <laughs> <laughs> They're just for as sure. important. That's right. Yes. yes, and I'm pretty sure, too, even being in a smaller space, you can touch 
uh, people like you know with your passion and your voice yes. even more mm-hmm. and so they're gonna be able to feel that and leave mm-hmm. with that you know what I mean and so. it's like and it's like in a sense it's like a disease you affect those 10 people and those 10 people them 10 people will affect that others people, yeah. will, will, that will affect others which will draw in a bigger crowd regardless right. mm-hmm. just think about the, the, the clip that you saw of me on YouTube with the making a band thing right how, right. how just that moment Ooh. they were crying I'm crying so it's yeah. like it was it was the frequency was just channeled yeah. it was direct yeah. you know what I'm saying it wasn't spread it out it was just right there in that room so the energy the chills everything and was you were right singing there. in front of oh, legends of course of course you know I what I'm couldn't, saying I couldn't I couldn't go down without a fight I remember you telling that old story of how you know all of that came about you overslept oh in the car God, and you had to run and bam oh, on the it door was, it was all and, God, bro. you know they was like <laughs> All right, come on, come on in. Then that's when I, I. Now it makes sense when you look at that clip. You will see him tearing up and crying it because makes sense. that opportunity. They didn't show that. Yes, right. That opportunity <laughs> could have passed him by. Right. So that's when you knew you only had one moment, one shot, everything like that. And yep. that's, and I seen all yep. the passion and everything. Yep. But before we leave up out of here, please tell me just briefly. I don't know if it's a myth going around or whatever. I seen the post. I don't know if somebody made it up, but who you got, man? Chris Brown or uh, Usher? I'm gonna say this: I respect Chris, but Usher. Mm. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Tell us why. Uh, <laughs> Usher. <laughs> <laughs> no said. Let's, let's do it like this. No said. <laughs> to me, Usher ushered in that. <laughs> My my generation of music mm-hmm. for his love and all of these things. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased. Like, some people are with Michael Jordan and LeBron. You just can't get over because we grew up with the Michael Jordan yes, era. Yes. No, he's I my goat. You. LeBron is y'all goat. Mm-hmm. So, maybe a lot of people are going to say that. But Usher me all yeah, day, man. Plus, I'm a singer. Vocally, Chris Brown can sing. Right? Mm-hmm. To me, both of them are beautiful. <laughs> oh, you going to do one like that? <laughs> what, you don't think Chris can sing? Nah, what? No, Chris can blow. He could. Yes. He could. He could. He could. He could. Right, and let me tell you, Chris, <laughs> of, all, of all the celebrities, I've only had two, three celebrity crushes. Chris Brown, Drake, and Idris Elba. And I used to love Chris Brown. I used to love him. I still would say, he can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I would still be like, he can't sing. No, Ooh. but I love Chris well, Brown. Yeah. I'm gonna say, you know, he's more of the new school type singer, and Usher gives you more of that old school vibe. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, he come from that cloth. I mean, yeah, man. he come from that yeah. genuine cloth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yo, um, plug him <laughs> in, tell him where they could find you at, all of that, what you got coming up next. Hey, man, you can go online, you can go on my website, Julius, aka DDBoo.com. Um, you can go find me on Instagram, that's Julius. I think I changed it to Julius, but it's Julius underscore, aka DDBoo, same thing. Um, if you just type me in on Google, man, it'll pull up all the information, all my web links for uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. You can find it on my link. So, um, other than that, that's all I got. Most definitely. Check me out on YouTube. Got plenty of videos for you. you oh, see, yeah, I know. See where I come from musically, already. so check me out. Most deaf, most deaf. Kel? You already know you can find me, new Kelly, N-U-E-K-E-L-L-Y on IG. You can find the gang that's doing this video show right now that you'll be able to see on YouTube. Nostalgia U-N-I-E-N-T are, They're doing the production It will be on Kicking it old school Underscore That IG In their bio Y'all can watch the video It will be coming soon Y'all already know what it is 
Oh, and you can find me, Keish Dundidit, K-E-I-S-H-D-O-N-E-D-I-D-I-T. Like a little song. So you can find me on Instagram. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me on IG, the real DJ 9D. Uh, yeah, the real DJ 9D. I don't feel like doing all that spelling. The real <laughs> DJ 9D with a number nine and letter D. If you can't find it, then you're lost. You feel me? <laughs> Been lost. Hey, man, uh, Julius, man, I just want to again thank you for coming through. Yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, the door is always Absolutely. open. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, always man. love here. Yes. Most definitely. So we got this joint, Blame It On Love. Yeah. That just said. dropped on the 24th. Of this month, That's so what she said, brother. go, <laughs> go and stream this joint. Show some love and recognize a legend in the making. Oh yeah, y'all be safe, be blessed. Also, keep it old school. Keep it old school. Blame it on love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I woke up. y'all for tuning in to the hottest show in Atlanta where we take you back with the trash that's all of that kicking the old school from the real 1100.